This is the Game Jester's Gaming Update Podcast here with episode 37. We finished up the decade. We finished up the year. We finished up the decade. Now we are back. with. Uh, we're going to go through, like we told you in our last podcast, we're going into this one with um, or uh, Decade in Review. Yeah. We're going to start this podcast off with, uh, we're going to go back and forth between our top 10 uh, games for the decade. Which is 2010 to 2019, for those of you who don't know what the last decade was, because some people don't know. I'm not making this up. (laughs) Beginning at 10 and the end of 19, 10 years. Before that, some little highlights. We now, I want to go back, and May 2018, I first started this podcast with the Game Fame Cup podcast. We did that for a little bit, and then August 5th is when Shamrock joined me, and we changed it to the Game Jesters podcast. So we've been True. going as the Game Jesters for 37 episodes since August 5th of 2018 is when we started. We're coming close to our full on two. We're going to be going on three. We're going to keep on going. We've been going for a few years now. Yes. Yes. What? Well, what? Well, because we're on what? Episode 37. Episode 37 here now. But then last year we kicked it up into gear. And then now here we are. Starting off 2020, back to our bi-weekly episodes, because we had a little bit of a break because uh, things had slow. Gaming news slows down, like right before the Game Awards and everything, like right after everything, E3 hits and everything like yeah. gets released and things slow down. And it's like... <laughs> E3, we get a lot before E3 and right after E3, everything is out there. So we didn't have a whole lot of news that we Oh yeah, but now now, now we have so much to talk about in the next couple, not to get too far off track, but we have so much to talk about in the next upcoming weeks because PlayStation 5 is on the horizon. Hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, see what I did there? Uh, Xbox Xbox Series X is now on the thing. Now there's a rumor of a potential Nintendo Switch Pro. I mean, there's a lot that's oh, potentially- Wii Switch, Switch, Switch you? Switch with what? <laughs> The Wii Switch Switch U. The Wii Wii Switch U. Wow, that's a tongue twister. The Wii Wii <laughs> Switch U. I feel like we can make that. Warrior, Warrior, Wario, Bo- yes, I'm already done. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, moving back on to our uh, top uh, 10 yeah. games of the decade. Of the I'm decade. going to, I'll let you start with your number one. My number one, our, my number wait, 10. We're 10. We're going 10 down to one. All right, so, so our, before I get into my Number 10, let me just say, I do have a few honorable mentions because I did say it was really hard to only pick 10 because like when I was ranking them, I almost had like a list of like 30 and then I had to like be like, oh, you know what? I got to remove this. I got to remove this. So and some of them. Number one, hmm? throw our honorable mentions right after we'll do two and then we'll put all our honorable mentions and then we'll do our last. Or top okay. We could do our honorable mentions that way. We could do it yeah. that way. Yeah, we could do it that way. But I do have honorable mentions. But all right, so we'll go into number 10 for me was uh life is strange i thought the first one i didn't play the second one but the first one i i love the story it, and i i'm not really a fan of these types of games like these you know story choose your adventure choose what you do kind of games they kind of do get boring to a point but this one it grasped my interest for so long the whole butterfly effect thing i was hooked i loved it and i'm so glad it got so much uh, uh you know it got so much critical acclaim, and then it won all these awards, and then it it set off a whole chain of different, you know, it just set off a whole franchise that's just phenomenal, and I love it. That's my number 10. Pretty, 
I forgot about that one. That was a good one. That would have made my list if I thought of it. Oh, yeah. My my number 10 is God of War, the uh, new one for PS4. Oh, my God. Speaking was, of forgotten games. <laughs> yeah. That had great story. I wish there was more uh, combat. There was a lot of puzzles in it, which are okay. But I wish there was more combat and more story, more dialogue. I feel like they kind of uh, pushed away from the dialogue, which is why it's it's still a great game. But why it got only 10 is it could have used more cutscenes, more dialogue. But God of War, still a great game. It's my number It's a phenomenal game. And it uh, kind of rejuvenated the series a little bit, too, because it was, you know, a lot of people were gonna, aren't going to be sure of how that was going to go because it's like, oh, this is just going to be some sort of crap with, with you know, his son. And it, there was a lot of people judging that, going hardcore into it, like judging it hardcore. We kind of did that first. We well, called it that. I, I think we did. What I is think it going to be about? <laughs> but it ended up redeeming itself so it was good it so it was a great game i'll say it gets my number oh, 10 i didn't put it on my list but i should have and now that i'm thinking uh honorable mention i'll throw it on there <laughs> <laughs> and now your number nine my number nine uh you, i mean okay take this with take this as if i'm just gonna say i know you're not gonna agree with me i say friday the 13th was my number nine and uh I know it's it's a glitch fest and there's lots of things that are wrong, but the, you know the core mechanics of the game and getting that whole experience of uh, you know it actually it's, it's it's got people interested in the franchise again. Number one and number two, it is still some of my best gaming moments of this decade were just being having Jason's music come and then out of nowhere someone who's better than me at the game just like you know coming up and yeeting me across the freaking map and like <laughs> that intensity for so for that reason i freaking loved it and uh that that's that's my number nine right there is the friday the 13th nothing, nothing beat that game then when it first came out no one knew what was going on it was brand new to everyone and you're in the game jason shows up you're scared it's like holy crap i don't know what's going on i don't know what i'm doing you're running away but jason's still not a great player you don't have those try hard peoples so you're able to get away from him, but he won't leave you alone. The whole game you're chasing and you I feel know. satisfied because you're getting away, but he won't let off and you're just scared. For 20 minutes, your heart is pounding. I love that about Friday. Now it's nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, for shell of its former self. That's kind of how it was a little bit on Switch when it launched because everybody was on the same playing field. Even though, you know, people were coming from other consoles like myself, everybody was level one. So it was like you didn't have the perks yet. You didn't have the skills. And I mean, granted, there was the updates that, you know, were missing like i mean there was the updates that were, you had the map icons and things that you didn't have when the game launched initially which made the game harder i'd love to go back to that launch state and play it then i really would i think that'd be fun that'd be a lot of fun but you're number nine so my number nine is um <clears throat> probably uh dropped out uh one of like one of the biggest games with the ps4 when it came out was horizon zero dawn oh this game yeah yeah, really I just started fabulous. this recently. Oh, you did? Yeah, You're I finally got. I was hesitant, but continue. <laughs> it has an amazing story, uh, amazing combat. I love all the different uh, bow and arrow. At first, I like using bow and arrow, so that pulled me in. And I love all the different kind of arrows you get: the uh, trap arrows, the uh, electric arrows, the blast on the shock arrows, take down the big things. I love the whole thing. I hate stealth games, but this game actually did it good. 
you get stealth armor where you can stealth through easily enough, and it's not all focused on stealth, where you can go, if you get caught, it's not game over. You can go and take them out and fight, and it's still, it's a whole lot of fun. I love the game from beginning to end. Yeah, watching my game. other half play it, I actually got me interested in wanting to play it. And now it's on PlayStation Now until April. So if you, you know, if you haven't played it, now is now PlayStation Now. <laughs> yeah, now is the time. <laughs> and it's a great game. And I'm pretty sure 2 is going to come launch with PlayStation 5. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to launch on PlayStation 5. And the way they set it up, it's a perfect setup transition into two and i can't wait if two is as good as one it's going to be probably on my top 10 again and the game exceeded expectations let's just be honest like a lot of people didn't know how that was going to be especially because it was you know it was competing it was launching the same week as another big game legend of zelda breast of the uh, breath of the wild <laughs> and uh so i mean that it had some stiff competition and it's held, held its own so yeah sales were up there and it got amazing ratings everyone loved it nice so, yeah i agree I, I i that is that's a good game that's a good one to have on the list yeah but for me number eight i have i'm focusing on the online part but because i haven't played this i really haven't played the story but we're talking about gta online gta 5 i'm mostly focusing on the online because that is its own thing that's like there's the whole gta 5 game but then there's the online universe that has all this other stuff going on and they're constantly expanding it. Instead of giving us GTA 6, they're like, we're just going to constantly update this game with, you know, all sorts of stuff. Now they have Casino Heist and all this crap. Like, it's always constantly evolving. And for a game that's now, what, seven years old, <laughs> it stayed, years. you know, consistent and stayed... They, uh, they didn't have to update it for seven years. And here they've pushed... So, I mean, it, it's it's earned its place for me. And I was never really a GTA, a huge GTA fan, but this was the one that won me over. That was a good one. That was probably, like, I lost after Vice City. I dropped out of it. And then, like, San Andreas didn't care for, 4 didn't care for, 5 pulled me back, and I spent a lot of hours back in 5 again, but mostly the multiplayer. And, you know, one thing about it is there's an amazing clip on YouTube. You guys should all check it out. It's called World's Best Uber Driver. And uh, it's... You know, it, it, it's it's on the uh, Jester TRT channel if you follow that guy on YouTube. And <laughs> it's a good, it's a it's a good clip. It's a good it deserves a thumbs up for five star. <laughs> five star Uber service. <laughs> you're, you're number eight. <laughs> <laughs> My number eight, um, I have, with From Software, Going back, like most of mine have been newer, newer ones. Mm -hmm. This goes back a long time, still in the decade, as Demon Souls, the first edition to the Soul series. Oh coming my in, God, we're talking. I would say Bloodborne <laughs> is my next. I really love Bloodborne, but I think Demon Souls takes my favorite of um, like all the Souls games. Next would definitely be Bloodborne. But this game, it was it's tricky, it's rough, but it still has really good story. It wasn't um, like, did you ever play them? I, I the, you know, I I want to, I really want to, but I feel like I keep hearing about how difficult they are, and how you will throw your controller through the window. Oh, so my favorite Demon <laughs> Souls is two thousand nine. My bad. So I meant Bloodborne is of this 
Demon Souls is the first, but Bloodborne is of this decade. My you favorite. know, I, I think we'll allow it because 2009 kind of is 2010 if you think about it. <laughs> right? Yeah, but right. Bloodborne. I do need to. I need to get into those. I need to play, but I keep hearing about like the difficulty, and I'm like, uh, the heck. Uh, Bloodborne was a fun game. Yeah, I have someone in the chat saying Bloodborne was a fun game, and. Bloodborne. See, I like the Dark Souls games, but Bloodborne was a lot better than them, I think. Bloodborne had more dark, more kind of a... They didn't give you the story, but you had to figure out the story, so I liked the story a little bit more. And so there was that. But moving on to your number seven. Okay, so I unintentionally did... I didn't realize I did this until just now. I This was not planned. And I know you're not going to believe me when I say this, but because you know how I am with numbers and things like when we were that one podcast, when we were talking about the twos and it was all about the twos. And (laughs) but this is so my number seven, not planned. I swear to you, Resident Evil seven as my number seven. That was not at all planned. But yes, uh, it brought so much excitement to me because it was uh, it it took a Okay, you know, Resident Evil 7, we know going from around 4 forward was leaning more towards action, and then each game after that was going more down the action track. 5, you know, kind of had some action and still had some of the horror elements. 6 completely abandoned the, you know, the horror aspect for the most part, but 7 brought it back to life, and then it took what, like, say, like, what PT did, and I know that you love PT, one of your all-time favorite games. Uh... (laughs) It took it. it took what like PT did like that formula, and it upped it. And it's like Resident Evil Seven, potentially, is like the game that the new Silent Hill could have been. And it was amazing. I loved it. Okay, yeah, I can see that one. So it was I hard. Have, it was hard to not put Resident Evil Two there, but Resident Evil Seven. Resident Evil Two was a great one, but I didn't get it to the top. Because it was a remake, so I didn't want to put it on the list again. Although, Censor Sub, we're talking about plan, completely unplanned either, was um, Final Fantasy VII as my number seven. <laughs> no. No, See how we both Final... did that. No, no, mine's not. Oh, I, Final Fantasy VII, they did come out, they re released it and remastered it on the PlayStation 4 in this decade, and that would be my number one, but I'm not including remakes, which is why Resident Evil 2 is not on my list, and Final Fantasy VII Remastered didn't get put on my list. The remake next year, uh, it's fair game, but this one, Remastered, normally it'd be number my number one, because I love it, but yeah. I'm not going to put it yeah, on. Spoiler alert, I don't have any remakes on my list either. <laughs> yeah. I figured it's better not to put them on. We'll do original games. And I didn't even do that back. intentionally. I just didn't put any remakes. <laughs> I couldn't think of any of them at the time. Mine was intentional. Final Fantasy VII originally was on my list. I took it off to have just core games. <laughs> but real for real, what is your number seven? <laughs> for real, my number seven is The Witcher 3. And oh, nice. the Witcher TV show out now, this game has shot up in popularity. In oh, the yeah. Lightshade light light on my Twitch right now. You talk about The Witcher, he's going to blow up my chat with what... Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm going to see nothing but The Witcher for the next 10 seconds in my chat. So (laughs) sad. So many people have never played this game and they're just finding it, but at least they're finding it now. It's been out for a long time. (laughs) Game of the year before. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Uh, this game deserves. I mean, it was a really solid, well put together. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Actually, I'm gonna say uh, NPD numbers for Jan- for December when they get released. I'm gonna say that The Witcher Three is gonna head back onto the top ten charts for games sold that. in December. Uh, that's gonna be my prediction. I think I think sales of the game are gonna be upped from the show. So, no, ah, I could see it. It's a prediction, and I hope it does because it deserves it. I have to, I have it on PC. I gotta play it yet, but uh, I, I have to get play. back to it. I have to get back. It's on my but list. Your number six. All right, this is my number six. It's gonna be controversial, and maybe for the wrong reasons, but. Uh, Light Shade, can you do me a favor and press Y to honk? <laughs> My number I six know what it is. I is Untitled Goose Game. Let me tell you why. Not because uh, I was a great. I loved it. Um, for me, it proved that you know graphics don't always make a game. Like it's always about uh, <laughs> goddamn that goose. <laughs> but for me, you know, it was simple and it was simple enough that uh, the puzzles were good. And it was like, it just literally proved to me that like a small indie game can be just as good as like a huge AAA title. And that there's so many different games in the gaming spectrum that it doesn't always have to be about how you can, how you can make, how you can make it be the most realistic. It still was fun. And then it's just so amazing to be an a-hole goose. I know I've said that in the past, but it's, it's, it's my spirit animal. A goose is my spirit animal. Moving on to your number six. Okay, I can see it. So my number six is, um, again, a more of a newer one of the uh, games, but Final Fantasy XV came out probably, Mm, what, 2016 or something. I remember when it first came out, I wasn't, I haven't been too excited about Final Fantasy for a while. Like, uh, X2 wasn't as, eh, Final Fantasy XIII, 1, 2, and 3 were all, I didn't like any of them. So I wasn't hyped for Final Fantasy then I was watching the trailer, and this looked really good, but I didn't know how it was until I actually played it, and I loved it. The story, the characters, everything about it, the whole twist, the story twist that they do with all the old Final Fantasy games, how it pulls you in, and they do this big emotional twist. They did that perfectly, and the whole setup and everything about this was amazing. And then the whole lore of the game, how you got to figure things out that aren't really, like, you need to really pay attention to what's going on, so I'll give you little hints. And then you find out, wow, there's so much more to the story they put in than they actually put in the actual story. Amazing game. So I'm going to make another quick, bold prediction while we're talking about Final Fantasy. When we do this again in 10 years, and uh, you know, I, I'm just going to say that your number one of the, of the next decade is going to be Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mark I my words right now. Number, number one will be, I can guarantee. So when we come back to this in January of 2030, Jesus, that seems like... So far away. It's going to be like, here, it's going to sneak, us, sneak up on us, though. But that's my Hell, prediction. When we do this again in 2021, doing the year recap, oh, yeah. it's going to be there. there that, that's my, that's even my, my present, but that's a safer prediction. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because but, when, when, when Stadia takes off by 2030, of course. But <laughs> that's another, eventually, though. another time for another day. Number five we're talking about. You all got to be old as Yes, we will be old. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> oh, we will be old. But, but moving on to number five for number five for you. Number five for me. Okay, uh, this is a this is a fun game. I love this game. It is Thimbleweed Park. 
uh, for those of you who's point and click adventure game for those of you who don't know don't follow it was like the follow-up to maniac mansion day of the tentacle i loved both of those games so 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 much and there's so many inside jokes that reference those two games which is amazing so it kind of some new people might not get the jokes but if you were a fan of those other two games you will definitely get the jokes and you see like sandy and dave from like the maniac mansion working in a diner for god's sakes and then there's a ridiculous mm-hmm. joke where you're, you're selling tubes and then like like circuit tubes and you're like uh what should i name this place and one of the options is youtube and then the character's like youtube oh that'll probably never take off and then <laughs> you know like it's just so such stupid jokes like that that it makes for an amazing amazing game i love it you're number five <laughs> Thimbleweed, I do. I like that game. I still got to play it. That Day of the Tentacle, those games, I've never played them. Oh, man. Spo- I can't spoil it, but you got to see how it ends. Just Google the ending, and it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to. I'll have to look it up. My number five is a very cliche game. It's uh, generic and everything, and everyone's going to be like, oh, okay, called it. It's on like everyone's list. And that is Skyrim. Skyrim, Skyrim. solid game. Which version? Well, all of them. Uh, I'm guilty of buying it four different times. So Alexa, uh, play Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> but I bought it on the PlayStation Three, got the platinum. I bought it on the PC, played it a lot. Bought it on the PlayStation Four, got the platinum again, and then I bought it for VR. So I bought it four different times, and I've enjoyed it and loved it every single time. So Skyrim, great story amazing open world it's a game that kind of pushed the pathway for open world rpgs it's amazing it's well built it has its glitches but they're funny glitches and oh man and the mods on pc the mods are amazing there are a lot of good mods. oh i still i still love the randy macho man randy savage mod that you could turn him into like there's and the dragon just goes flying oh yeah and i'm just i i'm i'm dead every time i see that mod i'm like god that's amazing <laughs> donkey puts a good little twist on the mods too uh, a little grab with the monocle Yes, yes. We need a, Chief, let's get the fuck out of here. We also oh, need a Ric so Flair. We, we need a Ric Flair mod. I, I, I need I need my Skyrim people to be going, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I just need that in my life. Skyrim's yeah. a good. I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I, I almost put it on my list, but it just narrowly missed it. Good so, game. Great game. Yeah, Worth buying four times. Game. Buy it a fifth time. Get a Switch and buy it a fifth time. <laughs> Probably might. But you're number four. <laughs> number four. Okay, this one I judged the hell out of when it came out. And I said, this looks so stupid. Why on earth would anybody play this? Here I am, 16 hours, one night, trying to get a trophy, rubber band in my controller. We're talking okay. about Rocket League. Game. I got so addicted to it. I did not expect in a million years that I would ever want to play a game that involved freaking little like RC type cars hitting a freaking soccer ball. Nothing about it on paper sounds good. But then when you play it, it is the most addicting thing on the planet. It is just, it's fun. I love it. It's, it's mindless fun. And sometimes it gets intense and I love it. It was what it ended up being one of my favorite games and I play it a lot now and I'm, I'm addicted. My name is Shamrock and I'm addicted to rocket league. You're number four. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. Rocket League, that was, I, I love that game, so I'm glad you played it, and I love going back to play it. But 
my number four is um, the Infamous series. I'm not going to put just one Ooh, on. If I had yeah. to, if I had to, I would say number two is my favorite. But I loved Second Son significantly. It was such a great game. I love the powers in Second Son, but two had great powers, great additions that one didn't have, an amazing story. I felt Second Son was great, but it didn't have the story pulling it that mm-hmm. two did. You felt attached to Cole. You love Cole. You all the story, the bad guys, everything, and then the end, the twist. I love twist ending, and that end, that twist was such was, a great. Ending. Was Second Son really the last one? They did um, First Light, I think it was called after that one, which was a little mini stories that was a prequel. So to, it was like a um, spinoff or something, or a prequel. Yeah, yeah, like a little spinoff. So we haven't had one since 2014. Then we we are yeah. due for a, if that's a game series I completely forgot about because I I, I just associate it with the last decade because the first Infamous came out at the end of the last decade and second one kind yeah. of flew under the radar. So I oh yeah that's that's one we're we're way due for that. Yeah, and um so I Good put choice, the entire though. Infamous series. I I don't want to pull clog it putting. One, two, three, and that. Mm-hmm. So I just put the entire series. That's a good choice. I have to revisit that one, though. I have to, have to definitely revisit the series, but it's a good choice. Yeah, great Uh-oh. game. Give you props there. And what number did we leave off? We're at number three. So now we're getting three. into the intensity. Uh, <laughs> for me, uh, Super Mario Odyssey took my number three. It was the, the first real 3D Mario game we've got since Super Mario Sunshine. Or not Sunshine, sorry. Uh, phew, my God, Galaxy. Super Mario Galaxy. Sunshine. Sunshine was crap. But I mean, Super Mario yeah. Galaxy, the first 3D game we got since Galaxy. And Galaxy, Galaxy 2, I almost put on my list, but I didn't. But because that came out at the beginning of the decade. But Super Mario Odyssey, man, it just brought. I, I, I loved throwing on that little hat and taking over people's bodies. And it was just. It. It. it it reminded me of why I was a Nintendo fan and why I'm wearing my Mario hat. <laughs> it sounds a little bit like a uh, possession going on there, and you need Luigi's Mansion 3 to come uh, and take No, 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 no. Even though <laughs> both games have possession, we, we're not doing this again. We're not triggering me every week. No, we're not making a clip out of this every week. No. I had to no. find a way to bring it no. up. No. The, Facebook, the Facebook clip haunts me because I made a video of it advertising the episode. And then Facebook is like, do you want to sponsor this post? Here's what it will sound like. Every week it does. Every day it does that to me. Facebook is against me. You're number okay. three, please. <laughs> my number three is should have been my number one. And I kind of still want to push it up farther. Maybe number two. I might do it. Uh, but I'm going to leave it where it's at. Is the Uncharted series as number yes. three. I loved all of them, but I'm putting, I don't remember the two. Yeah, they were all in the decade, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Maybe one well, wasn't, but two, no, I think, two, was. Two was the tail end of last decade. Two came out in October of 2009. And then there was like the first DLCs for it, I think, came out in 2010. Uh, well, the multiplayer, I think, came out in 2010, or it was part of the game. I don't remember. But, but uh, I put the entire series on. If I can pick just one again, just like Infamous, it would be number two is my all-time top favorite. But being is in the top decade, just like Demon Souls with the Souls games, um, Infamous with the Infamous games, and Uncharted, I'll put Uncharted four right there at the top. Oh, four. Okay. Favorite. All right, that's a little number controversial. Four. I get it. I get it. Four now was we got a great game. We got uh, we got the daughter taking over the series probably soon. 
I, I if predict they that's continue them. They might have ended it. If they do, I'm fine. I'll play as her. She's still. I still like. Yeah, I feel. Whole... I, I think that's what they they want to do. I know Nathan Drake's story is over because he's with. Um, oh my god, Elaine. Yeah. Elaine Fisher. Elaine? Yeah. I just want to make sure I got the name yeah. right. Uh, yeah. And um, they had the daughter, and I feel like the daughter's gonna be. Give me a crossover game with Laura Croft. Let's make that happen. Let's do a Tomb Raider Uncharted huh. crossover. That could actually be really interesting if they work together and do that. That would be a really good kind of crossover. That, that could work. And especially, could you imagine Elaine getting jealous over Laura Croft and her triangles? I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, but, there's, some, there's some... I'll get back to that in a minute, but my number two... <laughs> your number two... Because it ties into that. Uh, my number two is... I did this again! I did not want to do this again with numbers. Super Mario Maker 2. I don't know how I did this. <laughs> the second time I've done this on the list. Um, but Maybe. Super Mario Maker Super 2. Super Mario World 2. Super Mario World, yes, of course. No, uh, I love I loved the first Mario Maker, but then, of course, I was all, I was clamoring for a second one for so long, and I, you know that. I was like, oh, it's, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? It happened. It exceeded all my expectations. I still play it. I have the most success on my streams playing Super Mario Maker 2. Shout out to any of my people who you know follow me because of Super Mario Maker 2. You guys are the best. And uh, those who come and come to my room and have fun with it, it, it's made it's made Twitch streaming enjoyable for me. So that's one of the reasons I really love the game. But you're number two. My number two, which should have been my number three, actually, because I think Uncharted would probably be my number two. But this one's still an amazing game and it belongs where it's at. My number two is the Fallout series. Again, mm. Fallout 3 came out uh, 2000, what? I remember seven. I know it was a long time ago. Where's that Lightshade one... to talk about Fallout 76? <laughs> Fallout 76 is my all-time favorite. Oh, of course. Uh, That's the Fallout one. series. I loved all of them. Three would probably be my all-time favorite. New Vegas was great, but for this decade, I'm putting Fallout 4 as my favorite. Four? That's okay. I have to play that. Uh, it is on PlayStation Now, so I know I keep hyping yeah. PlayStation Now. I just got PlayStation Now, so I keep saying that, but... Uh, War was an amazing game. It had a good story. Like um, the Fallout games, they all, I always like their story. It's a little, it's an open world, so it's hard to have a big story in the open worlds. But it had a good story that you can follow. Millions of side quests, not millions, but tons of side millions. quests. A lot, of, a lot of companions, open worlds, so much to explore, so much to modify your weapons. I actually, a lot of people complain about it, but I love building the settlements. That was probably my most favorite part of the game was building hmm. up all of the settlements. A lot of people didn't like that it. then, huh? <laughs> I don't know why. I love that part. That was my... That's, I went back and just after I platinumed it, spent hours just building every single settlement up. All right. So now Did we have know? some honorable yeah, mentions before we get to our number ones. Ah, uh, yeah. The honorable so for, mentions. For me, my honorable mentions, I'm just going to run through them because I'm not going to say anything about yeah. them, but uh, for I have Shovel Knight, great game. It kind of, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say reinvigorated platforming, made it indie games popular. Until Dawn, great game. Uh, one of yours I had on my honorable mentions, Horizon Zero Dawn. And I just, like I said, I just started playing it, so it might have been higher had I played it earlier. <laughs> Two Point Hospital, loving the hell out of that. And Watch Dogs were my honorable mentions for the decade. Hmm. My honorable mentions are... Um... Destiny is an honorable mention, even though Destiny. that'll keep yes. kind of... Uh, but Destiny is still, I love Destiny. Shadows of Mordor, an honorable mention. Great game. Stardew Valley. By the way. Until Dawn, 
and Final Fantasy VII Remastered. See, on the we PC both had before. Until Dawn as honorable mentions. <laughs> I did. I loved Until Dawn. I love my story-based horror game. So right, Until Dawn. Before we get to our worst, we have our number ones. So my number one, which is kind of funny when you were just talking about your number three. My number one, I chose Uncharted 3 as my best game hmm. of the decade. Uh, that's why I kind of held off on not saying anything too much about Uncharted, because I was like, ooh, I can't spoil it. It's my number one. He's talking about it now, but it's my number one. Damn it. Shut up. <laughs> one. See, I guess, when did Uncharted 3 come out? Uncharted 3 was 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. Okay. So it it, it did have a couple away. delays along the way. And I remember... I love 3, but I think I like... My order definitely goes 2, 1, 4, 3. So three would be I love three. It I love all of them, but three would probably be my least favorite uh, of the month. I would say th my my order would be three, two, four, and then one. Hmm. I mean, I loved one, but then like everything after just was like it upped the ante so much. It was so, mm -hmm. although none of the games really stood out like as individuals. They all felt like a good continuation, but it was still each game. Also, even though they didn't stand out. Each game had brought something new to the thing where there was some sort of element that the previous game didn't have. Like from one to two, the combat changed slightly. You know, there was some sort of something, there was something slightly changed a little bit there, but you couldn't really pinpoint it. And then, you know, three yeah, really gave us more backstory, which is what yeah. I really liked. And then four was like the perfect conclusion. So. Yeah, that's true. I did like that. Seeing young Drake as well with his brother and. Yeah, that's why I really liked it, because then everything was tied together so nicely by the end of 4, and it just worked. What was your number one? Before, I loved The Last of Us, which is uh, Sony's, they did their game of the decade. They mm -hmm. put The Last of Us, and I loved that, but it did not match up to Uncharted, I feel. I feel Uncharted felt me, I felt more drawn into the story, more emotional, mm -hmm. so yeah, Uncharted's the way to go for Naughty Dogs. But my number one is the game... Speaking of leaving emotional, this game left. That was such a great game. Such a it's like three games built in one. When you beat the game and then uh -huh. you go back, it was near Automata. I had a feeling I should have. I should have said that in chat. I should have said because I said I know what I feel like is gonna be <laughs> his number one. Yeah, because that yeah, was your I number love... one game last year too. I think. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe yes. did the. But yeah, I love this game. Loved every bit of it. They, I well, first off, Taro Yoko, Yoko Taro, he does amazing games. He's really good at his story. So his story, right from the pulls you in, draws you, attaches to the character, the story, the big twist. I, I keep saying this, but I love twists. I love twists in the stories. Love twist endings. I love them, and he does them great. So I love the whole time, the whole combat. I love the way you can. I like fast-paced combat, so I love getting in there, slashing, going through, doing all these epic combos, taking on huge groups of enemies really fast, and just having all these these powers and the story, everything about it, I loved. And his first game, Near Gergreld, forget what it's called. That was a great game too, but I liked Automata so much more. It was such a great game, and I can't wait for him to see the next near game that he has come out. I, you know what? I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something about that, and I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. I still haven't played it yet. I know I, I'm kind of I'm slack. I'm slacking here. I'm really slacking, yeah. but I you definitely need to fun. play that. And 
one of my all-time favorites right here. I feel like it also flew under the radar as far as, like... I feel like as far as hype and everything, I feel like it kind of flew under the radar, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I guess a little bit, because not a whole lot of people follow the series, but it sold incredibly well, and it still did really, it did great. Oh, you know what? I would probably like it, because it's the same people... The develop Platinum, no, Platinum developed it. Yeah. So they do Bayonetta and Astral Chain, which was surprisingly good. So uh, Platinum really knows their hack and slash. So I could see. I could see why you put that as number one. Platinum <laughs> is pretty good with that. <clears throat> yeah. It's a great game. So did you make a worst list that we could wrap up with? Because we are running yeah. out of time. So oh, what time do we? Oh, yeah, that's yeah we're a little over time, but... <laughs> So we'll just go through this. We won't talk about it a whole lot. We'll just go through and um, just mention our top ten, so our top five. So do you want to do it back and forth, or do you just want to do your top five? I'll do my top five. I, I, we'll just do each reveal our top five, and then okay, uh, I, I'll just to save time here. So I say yeah. I'll go my okay. My top five worst of the decade. Get ready for this. Number five, Nickelodeon Kart Racers. Complete garbage. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't. How can you mess up a kart racer so bad? Just don't play it. Number four, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. I, I don't even like Animal Crossing to begin with, but you want to talk about... Uh, this was literally the example of like, hey, you know, let's just sell you... a. This was a reason to try to sell Amiibo that people didn't want because no one wanted the Animal Crossing Amiibo. Epic failure. Uh, number three for me, Devil's Third. So much potential, but oh God, what the hell? Making it exclusive to the Wii U and then it just being a bad game. No, 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 boo boo. Number two, this is controversial. I'm gonna say it. Red Dead Redemption Two. Sorry, uh, it didn't didn't hmm. tick my boxes. Uh, and then number one, I'm not even picking one game for this. I'm taking them all. WWE 2K series from 2K14 to 2K20. Every 2K WWE game has been absolute trash, glitch fest, complete hot mess. And nothing redeeming about them. You want to see some fun? Watch a WWE 2K20 glitch video and you will have the time of your life. <laughs> huh. But those are my top five worst of the decade. <laughs> what you got? Okay. Worst? So I'm going to jump on my top five worst games of the decade where um I lost them here. All right. So Shadowkeep, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep was up there because oh man everything that was good that i liked about destiny they went and crapped on it with the uh, shadow keep like they give you everything it's it's kind of an insult to anyone who played the game right on launch and was a big fan of it they kind of crapped all over them because it's like all that hard work and money you put into playing your game we're gonna take that all away make it mean nothing and we're gonna give it to all these other new players for free hmm. so crapped on us don't like it they ruined it next one controversial. was anthem yeah anthem, anthem had such a big hype around it, it turned yes. out to be a boring crap fest. It, sh it was, they, everything, and every time they tried to put fun out, they just completely ruined it and made it completely boring. I agree. I, I almost put Anthem on my list, but I, I felt it suffered enough, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the next one, uh, Battlefront 2. It oh, was, wow. had potential, Battlefront 1 and 2, actually. I'm going to put both of them because I didn't like either one. They took everything that was fun about Battlefront and they took it out and all it did was make it a Call of Duty with Star Wars characters. Everything that was fun about the original was um, 
the uh, galactic conquest, going over, taking over the planets, having those all-out wars, trying to take over the whole map, and they took that out. The only, like, the best thing that they had, and then they made it so you just pay to win. Call of Duty pay to win. True. Didn't like it. Very true. Uh, uh, number four was... of uh, uh, Number two, right? Oh, yeah, number two. I forgot. We're counting down. I had another one here, but I forgot what it was. So I'm putting Mass Effect Andromeda. No other reason than it was just glitchy and it didn't uh, follow the good story of Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. 3, eh, but the other ones, it didn't have as great of a story or a kick. I thought Andromeda suffered enough as well, so I didn't put it on my dis- my list. I was going to, but it suffered <laughs> enough. Just like Anthem, okay. suffered enough. <laughs> I did have another game for here, but I didn't write it down and I forgot it. So this is just one that just popped up right now. I just thought of it. Uh, I did have another game for four, but I don't want to waste time thinking of it. My number one all-time worst game of the decade, it's a total crap fest. It doesn't even deserve to be a real game anymore. They should just take it out. Battlefield Five, Nice EA, you guys crap the bed here. Destroy this game, get rid of it, burn it, never make another <laughs> Throw it in the landfill with E.T., man. <laughs> It is a glitch fest. You play the camp. First off, the campaign is about four hours to complete it. There's no work put into it. They copy and paste any other campaign they did just to take as little work as they can actually put in this game. There's no work done here. The campaign is boring. No, <laughs> like, stories. The story sucks. The people suck. The Everything about it sucks. Don't like it. It's a glitch fest. I was running around, and the map just disappears. You're running on thin air. Uh, there's... The textures fade away, and it turns into sand and green sand, and just flat, like gray flat. That sounds like a good game. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the NPCs, there's a guy sniping in a tower, and he just falls through the tower and gets stuck in one of the two-by-fours <laughs> midair. Another guy just starts walking, and he just flies off into space. Do you still have there's this game? Please do a glitch video. Please do a oh, glitch Oh, I have video. all these video clips. I will do a glitch video because I saved every one of these video clips. Yes, please do it, and we will post it to Facebook. <laughs> I'm driving a car and the road just disappears <laughs> and I go down and crash into the ditch and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Here? I, I do love glitches though. I'm not gonna lie, I love I love laughing at them. I'm just sorry, but it's it's terrible, but, but true. The thing that made this the worst game of all, I'll go into really fast, was uh beyond all of this was Dice and EA, they crapped on their trophy list and they refused to fix it. First, they took one of the trophies that you need to get to get the platinum. They took it completely out of the game altogether. They took a map that you had to play. They took it out of the map of the game, and they don't care. Uh, they glitched their trophies. You have to grind out 100,000 points in each class. They put a patch out that uh, it was reset all of everyone's progress. Your progress is still there, but they reset for the trophy. So I had 100,000 for every character. Didn't get the trophy. Found out they put a patch out to reset all your progress. Like, who does that? Why would you screw your fans for playing your game? They did it because they wanted to annoy you. (laughs) So they were like, (laughs) we are going to do whatever we can to annoy you. Yeah. Well, I tried to sum that up really quick because we're way over. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't get to our other topics because we were going to discuss the PS5 logo. I don't know if you want to mention anything about it quick, but eh, it's an episode if we want. But (laughs) it's innovative. It's revolutionary. Wait until you guys see it. It's something you've never seen done in gaming before. Yes, that logo was a uh, the the reveal of it alone was just uh, groundbreaking. I mean, really, uh, no, don't leave. <laughs> no, don't. 
<laughs> we're over our time. I mean, we might just bull BS after the show, but uh, yeah. But, but yeah. with that, I'm going to end our podcast here. Thank you for tuning in, checking out our review of the decade, and we'll see you again on the next episode, on episode 38. Now, yeah. Until then, check us out on Facebook and Twitch. Peace out, and peoples. Outro clip. <laughs>